Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Tired and Inspired. My foot's caught here. Great start, great start. Welcome to another episode of Tired and Inspired with your boy, Jack Fox. Hope everybody had a very nice Christmas and all that stuff. Uh, this will be out New Year's Eve, I guess, so I hope everybody has a responsible New Year's Eve in your own personal bubbles over there. And all the best for 2021, eh? 2021, man. It doesn't even sound real, does it? 2021. 2020 sounds cool, and it's such a shame that it was a fucking shit show top to bottom, but... Has anybody seen that Death to 2020 show on Netflix? It's pretty good. I like Charlie Brooker. That's good. Sums up sums up the feelings perfectly, I think. Uh, you, how, how was your Christmas? I hope you had a nice Christmas. Weird, wasn't it? Weird. Uh, some of my friends got together and I, I didn't go. And I felt a bit weird. Uh, I felt bad. I felt a bit guilty, to be honest, letting them down a bit. Not that I'm fucking the life of the party or anything. I probably didn't even think about it. But it, it was just... Oh, it's strange. It's strange, but I see that there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The vaccine's coming. I mean, then I had a vaccine, and uh, she's been all right. No, she hasn't grown any extra teeth, or her hair hasn't fallen out, or she's grown a dick out of her foot, or nothing like that. So, I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. I think 2021 could be better than 2020. You know what, if if the equal amount of shit happens in 2021 than did 2020, but the vaccine works and we'll find a cure, that would just topple it for me. If it turns out Biden's a right daft cunt and he starts World War Three, and I don't know what else happened, some other bad stuff happened in 2020, but we'll find the vaccine, I think that'll be good. I think that'll be good. Um... Christmas Day was strange, wasn't it? It was just... I mean, I don't know how it was in the rest of wherever you... Well, well I don't know where, how it was wherever you're listening to this from, but it was kind of sunny in South Shields, and it just felt to buy a buy. Like, after Christmas dinner, it was just like... So... That's it, I guess. Minimal presents, because you couldn't go out and shop, really. So you had to buy stuff online, and it was like, oh, here's a key ring and a phone case. Merry Christmas. It just felt a bit, I don't know. But, right, I must say, the food shopping was on point, because you get food delivered to your house. So that was on point. And the fucking, and the older I've got, the more appreciative that I've got for after after Christmas dinner, cheese and crackers. Oh. I think seeing me eat cheese and crackers on Christmas Day can only really be compared to what it must have been like to see Lionel Messi play his first match for Barcelona, you know? Like, gracious, breathtaking, like, groundbreaking. Like, you you know you're witnessing history. (laughs) You know you're watching somebody, like, at the peak of their abilities. (laughs) Like, cheese and crackers on Christmas Day is is my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Like, I'm look, I look at a tray of cheese and the tray of crackers. Like that gif meme of Zach Galifianakis in the hangover with all like the sums and equations like flying around his head. Like I'm working out cracker size ratio compared to the thickness of the slice of cheese and how I'm gonna have to cut what type of cracker would complement the tiny cheese and oh I'm all for it, I'm all in what what kind what, how much how much butter do I have to add to each cracker? Do you need butter on each cracker? That's 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 controversial. 
And is it even acceptable to exchange butter for cream cheese? Yes, that is acceptable in my book. That's double cheese, but you might have quite a thick cracker. Do you know what I'm saying? All, all While all this is going on, I've got a drink on my side. I had, I had a little alcoholic drink for Christmas Day. And I've got crisps in case I needed a cracker break. I'm all in. I am all in. When I'm saying all this, right, I'm saying all this, and I know you're imagining it, but I'm moving at speed as well, right? I'm I'm calculating as I'm going. Like, I'm sliding a rich cracker with cheddar into my mouth, where I'm already three crackers advanced. This is like the Queen's Gambit out here. I'm not fucking about. I'm thinking about, is the Hovis is a thicker cracker with the Wednesday Dale and Cranberry, but I haven't taken a drink first. I've got to take the butter coverage ratio into perspective. You ever snapped a cracker while buttering it? Ooh. Once I did it. Once. That's a mistake. And learnt me lesson. And turned that one cracker into two smaller crackers. Adapt, improvise, overcome. <laughs> my, my cheese... Yeah. You cannot fuck with my cheese slicing. My cheese slicing is on point. It's not too thick, not too thin. On point every single time. And you know sometimes you cut the cheese and it makes a little like sort of like crescent moon shape. Nah 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 none of that. It's straight lines, not too thick, not too overwhelming, but just enough where you go, oh I can have another one of those. But the really, the really fucked up part is this is all me. I'm not sharing my cheese and crackers with nobody. Do you understand that? You better understand that. If you're looking at my plate of cheese and crackers and you're thinking, hey, I can have one of them, you fucking try it, my friend. You will get a knife in the middle of the palm of your hand instantly. Just try it. Just try and take one of my cheese and crackers away from me. I am the cheese and cracker man. And I'm alright with this. Ran through a box of Jacob's crackers in Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Easy. I have left one of the sections, and those are the, the thin crackers with the black pepper on. I don't fuck with them. The the, the, the the pepper's too overpowering, I think. I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with it. After the cheese and crackers, when you feel like you're too full, of course you have to break out the box of celebrations, because that's just how the rules work. And came up with a fucking million pound idea. And I'm going to share it with you, because it's it's it's... Well, it's still Christmas now, but it's coming up in the new year, and I'm in a sharing kind of mood. I've had a shit year, and yeah, just just have this one for free. Or if you if you want to actually go take it and run with it and make it into a million pound idea, cut as a check. So you got you got your box, your round box of celebrations, right? And all your ce- celebrations, by the way, I'm not even having this conversation, but they are the best. What, what would you say, collection of tin sweets? It's not miniature heroes. It's certainly not roses. Quality Street, suck my dick, right? It's celebrations, 100%, right? So what you do is, you buy, right, aside from celebrations, a week before, a couple of weeks before, you buy in a small box of Ferrero Rocher, right? Like a small box, like a six-pack, a six pack, right? And they'll go in one sitting, two sittings by yourself, or one sitting if you're with other people. So they're gone. Keep the small box of Ferrero Rocher, right? It's a see-through plastic box. Keep it. Then you eat in your celebrations, the wrappers that come off, put them into the small box of Ferrero Rocher. Right? You might think I'm crazy, but then, after you've eaten some of the celebrations, you've made some room in the box. You can put the small Ferrero Rocher box 
inside the box of celebrations. Oh, your mind's being blown. That's a million pound idea right there. A box of sweets that comes with wrappers with a self-containing bin inside it. Whoa, hey. Hey. Entertaining and educating. That's what I'm about. That's the motto for 2021. You're welcome. Have that. Run with it. Any business people listen to this podcast? Definitely not. Just my friends. <clears throat> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I've been doing. But I wonder if that would work if, if like, it came with a little disposable bag. It should do because fucking hell. Because you're not thinking about it when you, you when you open a box of celebrations. All you're thinking of Maltesers, 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 Maltesers. Get rid of the bounties. Get rid of the bounties. Maltesers, Maltesers. Right. You're not thinking of cut to ten minutes later when you've eaten all the Maltesers and the Galaxies and the Snickers and you feel sick and you've got a a pile of wrappers on your whatever, your table, do you think, I'm not going to, what do I, you pick, you pick a handful of them up, five of them drop on the floor, it's a kerfuffle, have your disposable bin, built into the packaging, million pound idea, giving it out for free, I, I, I got way too into that, (laughs) I got way too into that, that was too much, Christmas is over, eh? What a fucking waste. What a waste. What a shit year this has been. Never mind. Alright. Time for a quick word from our sponsors. Do you wonder if everything is really real? Questioning everything in your life? Then you may be entitled to compensation after hearing your own voice on a recording. Seriously, try editing a podcast every week. It's a living fucking nightmare. Seriously, why do I sound so nasally? I want to dance. We're back in this bitch. What's up, what's up? What a strange year, man. Can you believe that Tiger King came out this year? The start of lockdown, actually. Crazy. I started re-watching it, right? Because, as you know, I live with me fucking mum and me nana. And the two elderly... Well, not elderly. Me nana's old. Me mum's, like, middle-aged, I guess. But, um... They watch the same fucking shit all day, every day. And I've got to spend me time with them in case me nana does something erratic. And we've got to look after her. So... We're sitting watching fucking, I don't know, Dickinson's fucking real deal or some fucking bullshit game show. And I literally, I just turned to my mum and said, I think we should watch Tiger King. <laughs> she had no real, she, oh, she had no fucking dog in the fight, to be honest. I was like, we're going to watch Tiger King. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to watch it again. Because I guess once you've seen it once, the kind of shock factor wears off. And... Um, Put it on, and, like, obviously, I mean, spoilers, but if you haven't fucking seen, if, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have access to technology and you know how to use it, and you haven't seen Tiger King yet, then I shouldn't have to alert you with spoilers, right? But in the first episode, they make it out to make Carol Baskin look like, you know, this nicey nice woman who's trying to save all the tigers, right? And we're 20 minutes in to the first episode. There's seven episodes about an hour long each. And me mom says, 
I thought Carol Baskin was meant to be like the bad guy, and I was like, fucking give it a second. Let it breathe. Get to episode two or three. You jump in the gun, you dumb bitch. I had to pause it on Netflix to say that to her because I didn't want to speak over the uh, story, but I was like, fuck me. Jesus Christ, man. Have you ever heard of, like, storytelling or, like, entertainment? Imagine just switching on Tire King and it's, like, this whole, this whole fad that everyone, not a fad, because it, it's still, it's it's interesting documentary in it, but imagine if it was, if Tiger, the whole story of Tiger King was told in, in one 20-minute episode, and he switched it on and goes, oh, Joe Exotic had tigers, he's gay, one of his husbands killed himself, and Carol Baskin, look, sorry, but she's actually a dickhead. Okay, thanks for watching, bye. What? Jesus Christ, what's the rush? We're stuck in lockdown for another fucking nine years? Just watch the fucking episodes? I thought she was the bad guy. Oh, did you? Yeah, did you figure out fucking usual suspects as fast as well, did you? <sighs> Jesus. Women. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. People, some people have weird, like, you have to go into watching a movie or a TV episode or a documentary or anything knowing that it's made fully like you don't want all the answers given to you within the first half an hour I remember I went to this has got nothing to do with anything but it's a funny story and it's something I think of regularly because I want to punch the guy that whatever I went to the movies with a friend of mine who shall remain nameless even though if he's listening to this he'll know who it is and look full disclosure when we were younger I went to see the Inbetweeners movie right and he had already seen it he enjoyed it so much, he said, I want to go back to watch it. Do you want to go? Okay, fine, I haven't seen it. I quite like the TV show. I'll go watch it. And we'll go to the movies. And, like, every before every joke, we're in the cinema. It's a packed cinema. It's a popular movie. Before every single joke, he nudges us and says, watch this bit. Mate, I've paid £15 to literally sit and watch the entire fucking thing. The only thing I'm doing for this next bit, the only thing I'm doing for the next bit, is watching it. I am doing nothing other than breathing and sitting. I am doing nothing else for this next bit other than watching it. You don't have to tell us. I don't. I don't need help and assistance. To watch a movie. God fucking damn it. Why do people do that, man? Jesus. Speaking of cringy things, right? This is something that always... Whenever, if anybody ever asks you, like, what's a cringy thing that happened to you? This is something that I think not a lot of people would expect, right? I went to see the Arctic Monkeys at the arena in Newcastle years ago, years, years ago, with uh, two friends of mine. But they had seating tickets, and I had a standing ticket, because I'm fucking off the ball, man. I tell you that, when it comes to gig tickets, I'm the fastest gunslinger in the northeast. I'm quick off the mark, man. I got standing tickets. And I'll stand by myself. I don't give a fuck. I'm good company. In fact, I prefer to stand by myself, because fuck other people. I'll do what I want. So I'm standing by myself. I'm a tall guy. I'm standing out in amongst all these teeny boppers, right? I was, I don't know how old I was. I can't think of when it was. It was the AM tour. So how many years ago was that? Six, seven years ago? I don't know, whatever. I'm standing by myself, right? And I have this, because I'm a musician, I guess, and I'm a bit of a fucking weirdo and a saddo and a nerd, 
I can kind of tell when a band is preparing, like, what song's going to come next in the set list based on if a guitarist does something specific, like puts an effect on his pedal and plays a note. I can tell what that effect is, what song that's used from, or if he plays, like, a little riff, or if the drummer does a particular count in that I know is, like, like the tempo of a song. Does this make any sense to anybody? Anyways, the guitarist for the Arctic Monkeys, they finished the song, everybody's clapping, okay, cool, it kind of died down, the stage went dark, and the guitarist put an effect on and played, like, a note from their song, One for the Road. And the song, One for the Road, starts with vocals going, One for the Road! And then everybody comes in, okay? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to look cool as fuck here. I'm standing out from the crowd. I'm When the drummer counts in, I'm going to fucking join in with him. And everyone's going to be like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. And all the lasses are going to start throwing the brazzers and that, right? So the guitarist plays a little line. The drummer counts in, one, two, three, four. It's a false start. They don't start playing. I'm still in the middle of the fucking floor in Newcastle Arena. And I just go, one for the... And I swear to God, I've never got... Like, the the people around me all look at us. People all start laughing. Because to them, I'm just a guy that's just shouted, one for the... In a falsetto voice. They might not even know the song. It's It's a deep album cut from, like, the latest album. To them, a song's just finished. I'm a tall guy standing by himself that's just happened to go, One for the... And I think about that six times a day. It's tough. It's a hard one to live with. Cringy moments, man. Not like typical cringy moments where like I've been on stage and I've bombed in front of people and that. That's you expect that to happen, whatever. But like genuinely like life cringy moments. Like I remember one time as well, I was with uh this was this was a long time ago. This is maybe my first cringy moment actually in life. I was shopping with my mum in Marks and Spencer's in Eldon Square. And they had those uh like going up to the tills, they had those like ropes where you like go zigzag up to the till. And this ties into what I was saying previously. My favourite wrestler was Kane. Remember back from the first, second episode or something? Kane, the WWE wrestler. And he used to enter the ring by climbing over the top rope. Right, none of this going through the middle rope shit. Fuck that. He's seven foot tall. He's the big red machine. He's going over the top rope. And my mum was going through the zigzag things. And I let her go ahead. And she got, like, to the row in front of me. So she, so we were standing, like, parallel to each other. But I was a row behind. And I said to her, Mom, look. I'm Kane and went to step over the rope. And I'm a young I'm a young buck. I stepped over the rope. I'm not tall enough. And I fucking knocked the whole thing over. The whole zigzag line. I went to lift one leg over, it didn't go over. I tripped I fell on the floor. I pulled the fucking whole thing down with us and the whole like all the staff had to come out and help like it was Christmas shopping, it's fucking busy as well, man. I mean, mum <laughs> my mum bless her. She just kept going, What did you do that for? What did you do that for? What are you doing that for? And I just kept going. I'm Kane. <laughs> but yeah, I'm Kane. Like, I was obviously rattled and I was cringing so hard and I felt really bad. But I just kept going, Mum, you don't understand. Like, I'm Kane. Like, you've got to How can you not comprehend the fact that I'm Kane? Oh, bad. Bad, bad, bad. I'm trying to think of some other cringy moments. There's me some with, like, girls that I've told that I've liked and they're pretending not being able to hear us. <laughs> That's probably a thing. Whoa, we're in there 20 minutes here. Jesus. I've waffled. I've waffled. Uh, I wanted to... Wanted, actually, I should have said this at the start, but I wanted to get straight into the cheese and crackers bit because that's the business, you know what I mean? 
uh, wanted to say uh, thanks for 200 downloads, man. That's not a lot to some people, but um, I, d- I didn't think, especially by the, when I started this, I was like, no one's going to listen to it. Then it got to 100 downloads, and I was like, oh, no, that's, that's fucking cool, man. And I was like, this is probably it. I probably hit the seal, and people maybe be listening to it to try it out to see if it's any good. And they went, oh, I fucking hate this guy. But two hundred downloads before the end of the year, man. That's really cool. Thanks very much, man. I'm glad people like it. I'm still getting people messaging us and saying nice things about it, saying that they enjoy it and stuff. So <sighs> cool, man. I feel like I'm getting better at it. Uh, maybe uh, uh, I shouldn't probably say that, but I feel like I'm enjoying it anyways. I'm enjoying it. Here's the 2021. Uh, I'm going to try and think of a name for people who listen to this podcast as well. Maybe. Or is that lame? That's lame right now, isn't it? I've got to wait till I get like a thousand downloads or something. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, also, I wanted to say that um, I'm on Fiverr, right? So uh, when I was, in the, I was in the studio with Martin Harbormaster, who does the music for this podcast, and uh, I had to record a song for Fiverr where some guy wanted a, a rap song for his friend's birthday about the car that he drives and it was really strange and I, I think that I'm I feel like I'm I'm faking it a bit on Fiverr because it seems like really easy for like a decent bit of money I don't know Fiverr's weird maybe I'll go into a bit more detail about that in a future episode Fiverr's cool though if you need like a if you need, if you need, if you need us to do a voiceover for anything, <laughs> I've done some voiceovers for some things. Maybe I'll pop up on some adverts somewhere. I feel like uh, the things I've done voiceovers for, I might, might show up on some like YouTube adverts. You know, I feel like I might show up on some of those. But anyways, fucking hell, man, two hundred downloads. Thanks very much. Here's to the next two hundred, uh, and here's to more cheese and crackers. Hope you all had a nice Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, please like and subscribe. I, I, I don't know. I, I, from the stats, people listen to this on, on uh, Spotify, so that's fine. But please follow if you can. Uh, there is a donations link if you feel like shotting any money over to us. I don't suppose you will, but if you do feel nice enough, then that'll be much appreciated. Uh, and tell a friend or post about it on Instagram or send me an email as well if you'd like to. Uh, post about it, Instagram, Twitter, Tired Inspired Pod, and have a good new year. All the best for 2020. Hope it's not a 2020, yeah, 2021. Hope it's not a fucking shit show. And I'll see you in the new year with some guests and that. Some more guests. Alright, peace and love. Thank you very much. Bye. Suck my dick, David Schwimmer.